0: The button
1: has been pushed. Commencing podcast now. Colton flu
0: season, you know. Welcome to Pop Tech Jam, the independent audio magazine about consumer technology, pop culture, peaks, and leaks. I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro
1: Rafael Rosado.
0: On this week's show, we chew through the tech news of the week. Pedro has a tech term to share, and I take a look at getting mobile-style notifications on the desktop.
1: Nice. But first, some news. 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 Did I talk about the uh, that I'm binging on the Americans?
0: Uh, no, you didn't. Uh, last week, we talked about the weather and how you were hating it. But, yeah, well. Uh, I so, always complain about the weather. So so you were uh, on to the, uh, the, the Americans, which I believe is set in the 80s and involves uh, Russian KGB spies infiltrating
1: American life. Hold on a second. It's set in the 80s? I thought it was like ripped from the headlines.
0: Um, I believe, uh, I've not seen it in a while, but I believe the original setting was in the 80s. Yeah, they, dri- uh, they drive
1: them cool cars, them big land yachts.
0: Yeah, you know, you got your big hair, your big shoulder pads, oh, pastel yeah. colors everywhere.
1: 80s music. The only thing that drives me crazy is that it, it looks too much like Brooklyn. It's really? Be Washington DC, but it looks too really. Much like but
0: you're but you're seeing it's like, hey, what's that Williamsburg yeah, Bank doing exactly. here in Washington <laughs> exactly,
1: DC? Exactly,
0: exactly. But you know,
1: other than that, it's a great show. Yeah, it's I a have a friend show.
0: who who. Notes that when they put up those fluorescent flyers on the the streets here in New York, yeah, when they're yeah. filming something, they say, "Oh, you got to move your car because Hollywood's coming in here." And right. You see the name of the show that's going to be filming, and sometimes if you're into that, it's like, "Oh, they're gonna they're filming the show because I think Orange is New Black films out there, yep. Elementary films out there, a lot of the Americans films
1: out there. There's a lot of stuff filming in New York.
0: And and people who are interested, well, maybe. Look, note the date that the uh, street has to be cleared right. and either hang around trying to steal a bagel from craft services. That's what I was going to
1: say. <laughs> or they want to see the
0: celebrities doing their The celebrity work.
1: type things.
0: Yeah. So yeah. it's it's sort of a, the form of people watching here in New York. But, the, but as New Yorkers, though, they don't want to gush. They just kind of want to coolly watch from yeah, a distance.
1: of course. There's no gushing.
0: And then complain when the PA tells them to go the other side of the street or they oh, say, I well, I you know, I was, getting, I was late to work here because Sarah Jessica Parker was in my way. Yeah,
1: exactly. Now, I've yelled at PAs like yeah. non-stop yeah they're yeah. like always stopping me
0: yeah with their little khaki shorts yeah, and their exactly. walkie talkies clipped to their cargo pants yeah,
1: yeah don't, don't even try it they're yeah. Uh, clippy <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't
0: know ah, I don't life I'm in
1: skull. New York life in New York it is an adventure yeah at least they're helping the local economy that is true
0: but uh, news-wise, news. um, we we alluded to some leaks uh, there yes. in the top of the show. And uh, for anyone out there who hasn't been watching the news, uh, after making headlines during the 2016 U.S. election – WikiLeaks has blasted back into the news uh, after the site released what it said was thousands of documents from the Central Intelligence Agency uh, explaining the tools that the CIA has used to hack into computers, smartphones, and other internet-connected devices. I guess they've got a whole toolbox where they can just crack right into something you thought was maybe secure.
1: Yeah, I read about this. Yeah. Apparently, they've cracked WhatsApp and a bunch of other encrypted uh, stuff. Wow.
0: Yeah, so people who thought they were, were... being uh, encrypted, uh, th- not so much. Um, now- should,
1: should I say it again? What I've been saying like nonstop for the last four years? Nothing has ever... Uh- well, that too, but World War Three in cyberspace. Yes. This is what's happening here, folks. Mm-hmm. I've been saying it, and y'all thought it was my uh, aluminum foil hat. Mm-hmm. But no, right in the middle.
0: Yes. Uh, th- th- there it is. Uh, now, as reported by the New York Times, uh, th- there was a line there said, The initial release, which WikiLeaks said was only the first part of the document collection, included 7,818 web pages with 943 attachments. Uh, The entire archive of CIA material consists of several hundred million lines of computer code. The Times report also noted uh, the documents from the CIA's Center for Cyber Intelligence are dated from 2013 to 2016, and WikiLeaks described them as, quote, the largest ever publication of confidential documents on the agency, end quote. One former intelligence officer who briefly reviewed the documents on uh, Tuesday morning this week uh, said some of the code names for CIA programs, an organizational chart, and the description of a CIA hacking base appeared to be Genuine. A spokesman for the CIA stated the agency had no comment on the authenticity or content of purported intelligence documents. But I imagine uh, they are not happy either way. Uh, I don't think so about this. So, so th- this whole intelligence community and war with the uh-huh. uh, different. Parts of the um, the government and yeah. other agencies and rogue hacking sites like WikiLeaks This is really heating up here.
1: Yeah, and the fact that the WikiLeaks obviously or allegedly has a relationship with uh, Russia and, mm-hmm. you know, there's all these Russian allegations about uh, – it's craziness.
0: It's like an episode of The Americans. It is. Exactly. That's what yes. I'm saying. Rip from the headlines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get your shoulder pads up there. Yes, indeed. Now, uh, Consumer Reports, which has had a long history of evaluating products for safety and reliability – is adding a couple more categories of scrutiny to the gear it reviews. Really now? Yes. The organization said this week that it would also factor in privacy and data security to its product testing for internet-connected and smart home devices. This should make you happy. It does. uh, To know there's a Consumer Reports rating that say, A, we tested it and it didn't catch on fire, and uh, B, by the way, you can change the default password. That that would be helpful to
1: know. That would be very helpful.
0: Yes. Uh, the Consumer Reports blog explained it as such. Uh, the goal is to help consumers understand which digital products do the most to protect their privacy and security and give them the most control over their personal data. This standard can also eventually be used by Consumer Reports and others in developing test protocols to evaluate and rate products, which will help consumers make more informed purchasing decisions. A very interesting article about how their methodology for doing this and what they're looking for, and we'll have a link to the full announcement on the company blog. But in these this day and age, uh, having a security rating, I think, is kind of handy. Very good. El Kaiser approves. You will get your subscription to Consumer Reports renewed. There you go. Now, uh, about that privacy thing, uh, even the spammers can't keep their databases of email address targets safe from internet intruders. <laughs> really now? Yes, uh, security expert Chris Vickery, uh, who has made a habit of getting into unprotected databases. I think he did uh, the few last year uh, that we talked about. It's um, his thing. Yeah. It's his thing. He got into the online stash of alleged spam cannon River City Media and found 1.3 billion records with personal information and email addresses from Ouch. all these people who were on the spammers' mailing list. Ouch. Ouch. The database was found without password protection on a cloud server and also contained internal company messages about how to slide by bulk mail protections used by some internet service providers. The info gleaned from this accidental discovery, uh, like the net addresses and domains used by River City Media, are now being added to the blacklists used by
1: spam blocking companies. Were there air quotes around that accidental finding?
0: Uh, I am not sure uh, how he stumbled uh, upon it, stumbled but I think it, I think the the story said uh, he was browsing, and it looked like it was a backup that had been put on a server, and sure, he just, of course. you know, hey, you know, hey, we'll look just, at this? Uh, well, un- and no password.
1: It like fell off the back of a truck.
0: You know? You they, know. Maybe they wanted him to find of it. Maybe this is a Montrigue.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Uh, but anyway, so so that's helping uh, some spam uh, Blacklist Insights. Now, it's no secret the way Microsoft handled the Windows 10 system updates uh, angered a lot of its base, Mm -hmm. uh, clogging up the user's internet connection with massive downloads uh, that maybe they didn't want in the first place. I believe there was some anger there in the Windows community. Yes, just a bit. Uh, However, reports are coming in uh, that say, uh, thanks to some improvements in this area from Microsoft, Windows updates will take up to uh, 35 to 65% less space because redundant files will not be downloaded in the future. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah, I guess they're doing differential downloads. I think Apple's been doing that for a while where it only takes the files that you need, not the ones <laughs> you already have all over again. So th- so that would be helpful for not uh, Very. dragging your internet connection to a screeching crawl. Yes. Future Windows 10 updates will require that less space and they'll also offer uh, Windows update controls that let you have a little more say over the update process uh, by specifying how and when the updates and reboots can occur.
1: Very nice. That's also been a thing.
0: People have been trying to give presentations and demos, and all of a sudden Windows decides to update itself in the middle of their show, and they can't do anything about it. That's not cool. So, so, that that has cost a manger. Uh, I guess this is gonna start uh, showing up in the creators update, which I believe is due out uh, next month. Next month already? Which is yeah, next month is April already. Oh, that's true. Yeah. If if Microsoft is on schedule and and whatnot. Now moving on to money news. Uh, Snapchat's uh, parent company Snap went public with its stock offerings. I think it was last week, wasn't yep. it? Yep. Uh, it had a few good days before dropping more than 12 percent earlier this week. Certain analysts said coverage of the social media firm's stock, they, they started it with an underperform rating, uh, pointing out that Snap's total addressable market is 80 percent smaller than Facebook. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you're a big social media company, but look at Facebook and, and their size. So I think these, these stock things are like up and down yeah, and down and up and
1: yeah. – well, I, Facebook's I would, was down for a while, and all yeah, well, they had
0: yeah. I think they had kind of a disastrous first yeah, day, didn't? didn't sure like did like Nasdaq break or something. Yep. I just remember there was some kind of drama there.
1: Yeah, they sure did.
0: Yes, yeah, so but the little snap is uh, flying free as a public company now. There you go. But uh, on the topic of Facebook, after uh, perhaps dragging its feet on the situation of uh, smacking down fraudulent news stories on uh, you know its site. Mm-hmm. Facebook is finally rolling out its version of uh, those poison control warning stickers on articles from <laughs> bogus news sites. Yes, Provocative stories with no basis in reality could start showing up in your feed with a little tag that says disputed. disputed. I guess it's a polite way. I, I would yeah. say something else here, probably something yeah. a little more harsher, but they, they want to say disputed. They're being very diplomatic here. Having
1: to do with bulls.
0: Yes, bull um, output perhaps.
1: Yes, yes bull output.
0: But uh, last weekend some people saw this disputed tag on a story about – President Trump's unsecure Android phone uh, as the source of many White House leaks. I guess this thing was just pure garbage. Uh, And the story was credited to the Seattle Tribune, which uh, carries a disclaimer that's a, quote, news and entertainment satire web publication. But I guess that disclaimer was not apparently prominent enough to make some people realize it was a fake news outlet. Mm. So uh, Facebook's help center explains – how uh, articles get flagged like this, and they, they give people instructions if you see something that that you can see in the wild is just simply not true. They say to flag a fake news article, users click on the upper right-hand corner of a post and um, can go on the reporting just like you report other stuff. Uh, Facebook's also got its algorithms uh, working on it, and um, they're sort of working with uh, fact-checking organizations. So uh, they are uh, trying to identify these as uh, fake as, as much as they can, if an article is identified as fake by the fact-checking organizations uh, after it's been flagged, it will get the disputed tag and there will be a link uh, to an article explaining why it got that tag. It's a um, good idea. Yeah. So, uh, And the stories that I guess have the disputed tag will also get pushed down in the news feed so they're not as prominent.
1: I hope they uh, have something uh, for uh, trolls who decide to—
0: Yeah, to gang up and and try to— Hopefully, when when people tag it as disputed or they report it and the fact-checking organization looks at it, they should be able to tell that if someone was log-rolling the thing. Yes,
1: log-rolling. I like that.
0: So, uh, so, so that's what Facebook is doing there. Um, the British Broadcasting Corporation, though, is having a dispute of its own with Facebook after the Beeb reported dozens of photos depicting children in inappropriate and sexualized settings to the social network, and then said eighty percent of the reported images were not actually removed after they went to the to the trouble of pointing this out and say, "Hey, you need to get this stuff off." Wow. Uh, the BBC uh, said it provided examples of the images to Facebook just to sort of illustrate that yeah, you need to take these down. And then Facebook turned around and reported the BBC journalist working on the story to the police uh, oh. and canceled plans for an interview about the matter. Facebook issued a statement saying it's against the law for anyone to distribute images of child exploitation. The BBC is like, wait a minute, we were just trying to get these images removed. I don't right. know if this was just some massive case of crossed wires or Facebook yeah. was mad at the BBC or Ooh. what was going on. Um, I'm imagining uh, this is going to uh, be a continuing story as the investigations I play out. So. I uh, think so. But yeah, just kind of like, what, what, what? Yeah, exactly. Reporting each other. But uh, speaking of criminal investigations, the new attorney for the defendant in that Arkansas murder case, where the Amazon Alexa may have overheard um, yes. some evidence there, yeah. that attorney now says her client will voluntarily hand over the recordings requested by law enforcement. Amazon had originally refused to release the recordings the night of the murder, right. and they were doing the you know the customer privacy. But now the customer's saying, okay, you know, take the recordings. Maybe it's going to exonerate the suspect there. Sure. But uh, Google may want to pay attention to what Facebook is doing with disputed news, as in flagging it. The Big G Admitted that it inadvertently allowed a fake news story about former President Obama planning a coup to ooze out online over the weekend. Lovely. I guess this thing was kind of uh, picking up some steam. Yeah. Reference to that fake news story got attention when it turned up on Google's featured snippets area in the search results page, and it went from there. Wow. So, whoops. And and they admitted that it was <sighs> not really where that should yeah, have been. Exactly. Now, uh, it's been a while since a gaming console has generated any buzz, but Nintendo's new Switch game system is getting some attention. It is. It's pretty interesting. Got, got a lot of uh, reviews last week. The Switch is a hybrid system for both portable and home gaming in front of the TV. Broke the two-day sales record for uh, Nintendo hardware. Wow, uh, I guess it broke the record set by the Wii and, and other Nintendo consoles. So um, if you are wondering if the Switch might uh, fit into your life, Ars Technica has a fairly in-depth review uh, about the Switch as a party console, and we'll link to that. You can take it with you, play it portably, and then nice. they were testing the theory. You can bring this little thing and go to a party, and then people can do uh, gaming there. So nice. Ars Technica gave it a workout there. Excellent. And while we're talking about gaming, now the Twitch site has a new social service for its users. It's called Pulse, and right. uh, the Twitch blog describes it as a place where streamers can post and engage with all of their followers in the greater Twitch community right from the Twitch front page. It's an always-on way to share clips, stream highlights, schedules, photos, and more to your followers so you're more informed, engaged, and connected as you all marinate in the gaming Why does that world. sound familiar? It sounds, uh, sounds it like from- Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Twitch, Twitter, you know, yeah. informed, uh, sh- sharing your social so stream. So they created
1: their own Twitter. And isn't Twitch owned by Amazon? I believe so, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Amazon's and, getting into Twitter's uh wheelhouse there, huh? Yeah,
0: well and and more social community just for gamers. I think you know with Twitter you get a whole cross section
1: of the world. Yeah, and, but I don't think that's gonna be only if, if if that's popular, I'm pretty sure Amazon's gonna wanna roll that out for the uh larger public.
0: Yeah, this could be a little test bed. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Twitch does have a pretty big following and it uh, does. Yeah. The dedicated game community. Yes indeed. And finally... And finally... Shazam, that handy app for finding out the name of that song playing over the sound system at the grocery store, is branching out into augmented reality. Shazam! Yes. uh, The new AR platform is intended to work with Shazam's brand partners to uh, jazz up marketing materials. Users just need to use the Shazam app and scan uh, what these uh, Shazam codes, which will be little AR codes uh, on ads, uh, packaging, or wherever, you know, they put one of these codes. I'm
1: sorry. Every time you say Shazam, I think Billy Batson.
0: You do that's, uh, that's Saturday the Saturday morning with Shazam and Isis. Yes, indeed. So you, you scan your Shazam code with the app, and then whatever augmented reality tidbit they have tucked in there will pop up. Things like 3D animations, product visualizations, mini games, and 360-degree videos. Ugh,
1: everyone's doing these things. Yes.
0: I'm already so, getting tired of them. Sorry. Yeah, and and the AR has kind of been kicking in. I, I played around with the AR app uh, that T Brand Studio did with IBM yeah, for Hidden Figures, yeah, and that yeah. was kind of cool
1: because you would see the AR marker. Yeah, we talked about this yeah, AR and, versus VR. Yeah,
0: yeah and then you, you you point the phone, and then you see like one of the ladies from Hidden Figures standing on your newspaper. I cool. like
1: that. I like that.
0: Yeah, um, I have not tried a Shazam code yet, but, Shazam. Uh, yes, I'm sorry, I can't <laughs>
1: stop doing that either.
0: Yeah, and, I, and you know, envisioning you know the because uh, then the kid that played Billy Batson looked like he was about thirty four. Oh, to, of course he was. Uh, yeah, so. You know those those fond. It was a CBS show, wasn't it? In the uh, in the yeah, 70s. it was a,
1: a CBS and uh, ISIS Power Hour. Yeah, the uh, Shazam and ISIS Power Hour. We're old. Yes, we are. Um, I, I was actually going to go back and and talk about uh, the Andy Griffith show, but that's that, that would date me even more. But that's okay. Back when Ron Howard had hair. Yes, that's <laughs> way right. back when. That's right.
0: But uh, for anyone out there who wants to know more about all the stories we talked in the news segment uh, here, uh, you can find the original links to the source material on our show page. PopTechJam.com Up next, I hear someone has a tech term this week. Shazam!
1: (laughs) (laughs) And now it's time for the Pop Tech Jam Tech Term of the Week, where we explain the geek speak, nerd words, and tech jargon you may experience in everyday life. This week's tech term is Unmanned Aerial Vehicles. Now, some of you are probably rolling your eyes and thinking, why on earth is this goofball giving us a vocabulary lesson on drones? For heaven's sakes, nowadays you can get one at Walmart. You want to know why I'm talking about drones? Do you? Because there are three things that scare the crap out of me, legit frighten me to the core. Drones, marauding killer robots, and clowns. Since drones are essentially robots, a surefire way to get me to lose what's left of my marbles is to develop a sentient drone with a clown face. That'll kill me dead. In a strict technical sense, drones are unmanned aircrafts that can be remotely controlled or can fly autonomously through software-controlled flight plans. The website, whatis.com, explains that drones are most often associated with the military, where they were used for anti-aircraft target practice, intelligence gathering, and as weapons platforms. These days, drones are everywhere. You really can pick one up at Walmart. Photographers and videographers, surveillance companies, they all fly them. They're used for search and rescue, traffic and weather monitoring, firefighting, and for package deliveries. I wonder if Domino's will bring back the under-30 minutes or its free promotion once they replace their entire staff of delivery people with drones. Now, there are unconfirmed reports that flying one of these contraptions can be fun, but darn it, I can't be the only one unsettled by the idea of UAVs watching every move we make. There's only one thing to do. I must face my fear head-on and sacrifice myself for all of you, my PTJ peeps. In an effort to protect you, I'll pick up one of those snazzy, uh, I mean terrifying, DJI Inspire Pros with the 4K camera and the 3-axis gimbal and the wireless HD video transmission. You're welcome. Unmanned aerial vehicles. Your Pop Tech Jam Tech Term of the Week. Yes, I know. It's just a little bit of silliness. You know Drones seriously, drones really do scare me. They, they scare the crap out of me. Like I said they're, before.
0: They're everywhere. They're, they
1: really are. That's the that's the crazy stuff. But you know, those, you know, the fancy ones. With just the keep watching that video they, where the tigers like four, trashed it. Four <laughs> K video? Four mm-hmm. K video. Come on. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Anyway, well you you have your drone worries there. Yeah, um I was uh Thinking maybe a little hopefully helpful hint. Sure. Um, why not? You know how on mobile devices we've gotten so used to the notifications and alerts that yes. give you a recent headline or say you've got an appointment coming up I'm or so and so said this hooked about up. you on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. And you constantly get the little things flashed. And it's handy and you can go to the notification center on either, you know, iOS or Android right, and, and right. see all the things. Maybe you didn't see them in real time, but you look and you have your list of things that they thought you should pay attention to. I do that all the time. It's very handy. And then when you're sitting at a desktop, you know Maybe you don't need to look at your phone, but you can still get a lot of the same notifications through your desktop operating system. I didn't know that. Yeah, if you're using uh, the Mac uh, operating system, either Mac OS Sierra or one of the earlier OS X Mm -hmm. uh, versions, or even Windows 10, and so... I will tell you how to find these things for people who n- who never really paid attention or didn't know that this was part of the operating system. Is
1: the Linux crowd going to get upset?
0: And they might. Oh, okay. um, Sorry, Lin- Linux. Yeah, but 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 Linux folks are you know they're way down the road they're anyway used from to all it. this. Yeah. So yeah, place. Yeah, they're already in graduate school. Yes, they
1: they're in a totally different realm.
0: Yes, uh, but if you miss having that consolidated set of notifications when you're actually sitting at your desk and, right. and whatnot, just check out Apple's Notification Center panel for the Mac operating system, and then Microsoft does a similar thing in the Cortana Assistant uh, in Windows 10. You know, you oh, can okay. get yeah, Cortana yeah. from the little taskbar there, right. little spot. Now, on either platform, you can customize and configure what you want to see when you pop open the info panel. On the Mac, just click the icon on the top right corner of the menu bar to open the Notification Center. It's this little icon that looks like a list. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times you don't notice it, but you click it and this little pane slides out. And you have two tabs in there. You've got the Today tab, which shows you the date, uh, time from world clocks you've maybe added, news stories from favorite websites, Twitter trending topics, a stock ticker and other widget things that you can add there. And then if you click on the Notifications tab in the panel, you see the collection of alerts that you've received, Twitter mentions, your current iTunes track that may be playing, and other stuff depending on how you set it up. So that's on the Mac. On a Windows 10 system, you can add information about the topics you want to see in Cortana, in the Cortana notebook. Okay. And this is just a little setting when you open Cortana. You can click on it and then just say what you like and what you want to see in there. You can get your weather reports, track flights, see your calendar, get traffic updates, the latest news headlines, and info on your favorite sports team if you have one. Mm -hmm. Um, And you see that when you pop open Cortana. It just gives you a little... Here's what's going on. Nice. And the desktop notifications have another advantage. You've got more screen real estate and can multitask with other open programs and windows. So when you get a lurch, uh, it's not hogging the screen altogether like it would on a mobile where you're kind of just looking at that.
1: That's a very good point. That's yeah. A very so,
0: good like soon you look over, oh, look, you know, my team lost or oh, it's, you know, nine o'clock in India now or right. whatever. And then you go back to your other window you've got open on the desktop. So that's cool. So very handy I to like have. That. Yeah. it's, And I, I, for a long time, forgot that the, there were the notifications there. and Because I find myself still looking at my phone even when I sit at my desk. And it's like, no, nah, that's that not really time. productive.
1: I do that all the time. I actually stumbled across the uh, notifications in uh, in the Mac OS, but I didn't know about uh, Cortana. Yeah, that's Cortana, you, you got
0: to tweak it a little bit and just say the thing. If it hasn't like spied on you and know what you like, you know, you can say, okay, I want the weather for this. Maybe I want the weather for where I'm going this weekend or wherever. And you get your news uh, headlines there. It's, it's, it's customizable. There you so. go. So uh, I will have a link to uh, the instructions and settings for doing this on either platform uh, in a little blog post on our show page at
1: poptechchamp.com. I just realized something. It's time to go. It's time to go. But do you mean that Alexa is listening all the time?
0: I would not put it past her. I think a lot of these AI things, especially the ones that you can uh, wake upon voice command, maybe they're awake when you aren't expecting it.
1: Wow. Okay. Have you done something that
0: Alexa might have to knock you out on?
1: No. (laughs) No. I don't think so. Mm -hmm. Is she judging you? She's always judging me. She's very judgy. Yeah. Very, very judgy. I think she's upset because my boy still yells at her, but that's a different story.
0: No, she she may have some, you know, hurt feelings. I don't doubt it. I
1: don't doubt it at all. Has she taken him to task yet for bad behavior? She... She gets a little clippy tone in her voice. A little mm-hmm. like, you know, she gets curt. Uh-huh. You know I, mean? I think she I think she knows. So
0: she just hasn't busted down like Parkett short pants, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Park it short pants. I like that. Anyway, while I fret about this, we should say uh, thank you to the bros.
0: Thank you, bros. Thanks,
1: bros. BuiltByBros.com. Build something with the bros.
0: And thank you, listeners. We hope you are having a pleasant week wherever you might be in the world.
1: Yes. Yes, indeed. Thank you.
0: We, we chatted with Laura Holson briefly, and she has been on massive deadlines. And yes. We hope to have her maybe in a couple of weeks. Yeah, so fans no of Laura Holson, uh, hang in there. We're going to get her back one way or the other. She's a busy
1: woman. Busy woman.
0: And we'll probably have Don D'Onofrio back soon, too, when Apple decides to make it spring announcement so uh, we're gonna have like a cast of thousands yes uh, our, our our friends will join us in the studio absolutely but until then uh, we'll be back next week with uh, whatever tech news happens next week until then i'm jd beersdorfer
1: and i'm Pedro rafael rosado everything they listen to everything you think
0: if, it, if not then it's the drone over your head that's listening oh man clear my cash and break my alexa